This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur news laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. Welcome to News Laundry Hafta. I'm Abhinandan Sekri on the panel with me today. Anand Vardhan. Hi Anand, how are you doing? Also, you have also worn a sweater. I mean, it's cold in the real world. Hello Manisha. Hi. And joining us on the phone, former News Laundry crack reporter, journalist, correspondent, Arunab Saikya, who is now stationed in Guwahati. And he's doing some crack reports from there. Hi, good to be back. Good to be back. He was as regular on the Hafta. Yeah, those of you old listeners of Hafta would remember him as disagreeing with everyone. He was a major Ranga beta. I remember he used to keep provoking Ranga Anand Ranga. You remember? <laughs> and I had to. <laughs> anyway, yeah, perhaps. I had yeah. to play peacemaker. But uh, Arunab is now a staff writer at Scroll, and he reports from the northeast. Is it politically correct to say northeast, or is it patronizing? What 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 is the feeling there? विवेक columnist for news laundry and prominent journalist to discuss the reservation bill and what else is on our menu so i'll quickly go over all the stuff we will discuss but before i do that i have a quick announcement to make so the coming monday that's january 14th is the last day to avail the news laundry subscription discount which is a 30% discount we're giving on subscriptions for 6 months and longer and the coupon code that you have to put in when you are subscribing to avail the discount is dec18 uh, we're facing a few issues with the app so it would be great if you can subscribe and also listen to our content or consume our content through the browser whether it's on your laptop or on your mobile uh, go through the browser not through the app because the app on several cases and on several instruments gives glitches and it doesn't update i know i've been promising to redo the app for a long time but like i said it takes a lot of resources we'd like to use resources that we have right now which are limited for the upcoming election so may i please encourage you to subscribe and give us more money so we can send all our journalists out across india rather than sit here and pelo hafta gyan because ground reports will do you and journalism a bigger service than us peloing gyan here which is cheaper to do but not quite as valuable as ground reports so do subscribe pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served when advertisers pay advertisers served so subscribe use the browser and not the app and also to consume our content try to use the browser not the app hopefully by election we'll have that sorted now i'll quickly go over what all we will be discussing the reinstatement of the cbi chief is that a victory a loss what is he allowed to do what is he not allowed to do corvas would test you babies and gravitational waves will be called narendra modi waves this is a gentleman from the science congress and he has caused much controversy and mirth then the citizenship bill this a strike begins across northeast and very quickly nda seems nda seems to be losing allies arnab will shed some more light on that author nantara segal's invitation to the marathi literary meet was withdrawn after threats from right wing groups the national green tribunal imposed a 100 crore fine on the meghalaya government for illegal coal mining the any hope of finding the miners alive is all but gone arnab they found three bodies am i right no they haven't found any bodies they so found was, three helmets or clothes fake news Oh that was fake news. Okay so nobody's yeah. been found. Okay. Nobody. And, and uh 
aap leader hs uh, i mean they found uh, another mine they found two bodies but it was different mine altogether not the same mine oh that means there were other people also in mines when this happened yeah 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 i mean mining uh, rampant i mean the band just not it uh, took okay and then aap leader fulka has left the party and says it was wrong to turn the movement into a political party so um we will discuss a little bit of that the ramnath goyanka awards were announced last week as were the ramnath royanka awards by our own manisha pandey <laughs> then prasar bharti shuts down all india radio national channel to cut costs well i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing we'll see what the panel says and one interesting that. development is that uh, private channels will be able to relay news from air yeah we carried a piece on that but the, yeah. it, there's a but they cannot alter it in any no, form they, can't they have to copy paste the, the bulletin, bulletin and play it so basically yeah. they're saying aap sab propaganda karo jaise man ki baat hoti hai exactly and finally the bench has been announced for the ram temple case and today in fact the the, yeah. the hearing starts right today is the 10th it's been yeah he recused himself you let it so it's been shifted to the 29th so yes it's the canage has been kicked down the road so first let's start with our guest well tell us on the citizenship bill who all are the allies that they have lost conrad sangma has said that he is no longer with nda as have several others right the citizenship no, no, no. that's a, that's a lot of that's a lot of bluster you know uh, to me uh, i mean uh, actually it's just the agp the sambana parishad the the bjp the line is sam which is formally quit the alliance mm-hmm. uh npp hasn't quit the alliance uh, i mean uh, in fact uh, the meghalaya government did uh, pass a resolution a couple of months back to saying that they will oppose the citizenship bill mm-hmm. so um, uh, i mean uh, conrad uh, refused to answer any questions yesterday from reporters mm-hmm. so it's unlikely that he'll uh, you know uh, i mean he'll, he'll quit the alliance altogether uh, so it remains to be seen actually you know i mean uh, they haven't lost any ally as such yet except for the agp okay so how big is it a deal for all, like while this is called the citizenship bill which is applicable for all of india it seems to be creating uh, problems only in your part of the country two things how did you prove that you are assamese because uh, i was hoping uh, they they are uh, hoping yeah, they yeah, send yeah. you away to bangladesh I but mean, uh, we are stuck had, with uh, you it seems i don't know sorry yeah uh, are, so i i had uh, my, my grandfather was in 1951 nrc so it's fairly easy for us uh, okay yeah uh, so uh, as far as to why this is such a big deal here and not anywhere else because i suppose the north east has always been you know place where identity politics has played out very strongly and uh, you know the sam agitation particular 1979-85 was an anti uh, you know foreigner movement and ever since then uh, sam's politics has revolved around the idea of you know illegal migration and the foreigners right so it's bound to be a big issue anywhere else in the country partly because of its proximity to bangladesh of course so how is it proceeding right now all the processes that were put in place to a certain citizens you know 4 million names i was told were left out the prime minister right. recently made a speech saying that no indian will be left out he has given us that assurance what i mean all this is rhetoric what really is being done on the ground to make sure is it even possible is it technically possible to ensure that no indian is left out oh i mean at the heart of it the nrc is a massive bureaucratic process and we all know how bureaucratic processes play out uh, in uh, our country you know uh, so 40 lakh people have been left out of the final draft of the nrc and after that uh, uh, there was uh, another process which ended on the 31st of december which is called which is called the claims and objection process essentially if you've been left out of the nrc you can take a fresh claim hmm. you know submit some fresh documents and say that you know 
see what's you know there's a mistake you know you know look again and there's also an, uh, there's also a provision for objections you know like uh, if i think that uh, say, uh, you know you you've been wrongly included in the draft nrc i can object your inclusion so uh, that process is over now i mean that the the filing of claims objection is over now uh, now we're waiting uh, now basically for the court to decide what happens after this uh, the timeline of it is not very uh, clear at the moment they'll be hearing in the court and the court will weigh in on you know what exactly uh, happens going forward uh but the citizenship bill we must uh, i mean although they closely connected is is an entirely different uh, you know entity so what the citizenship bill seeks to do is you know give uh, citizenship to people uh, non muslims who been left out the nrc right so it essentially makes the nrc uh, rather defunct you know and uh, because uh, any hindu bengali who is left out of the nrc uh, will be uh, it will be considered an indian citizen irrespective uh, i mean through the citizenship bill irrespective of his or her status in the nrc that mm. is what the bone of contention is all about so the you, nrc effectively is then about getting bangladeshi muslims out of india because if the citizenship bill allows hindus to become natural citizens of india then what's left is just bangladeshi muslims right yeah pretty much pretty much as the government sees it you know that was not how it was envisioned initially but uh, now effectively the citizenship bill is passed in the rajya sabha that's what it will amount to but just um, anand you may be able to tell us a little about this is it uh, constitutional to have uh, such a law based on religion that will only allow a particular religion to become citizens or to become refugees but they will not define it like sit- um, on religious basis but then how are we assuming that muslims are not allowed to become citizens because citizenship bill is only about uh, hindus hindus no persecuted hindus no, no? hindus no. sikh jains buddhist christians and parsis from bangladesh afghanistan and pakistan so no muslims then no muslims essentially i mean the government can walk around it but it doesn't i mean it's it's, it's essentially non muslims you know that's that's part of the bill you know and doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure it out i'm wondering is it tragic or is it good that this has not been taken up in a big way by politicians i mean there is nothing more anti muslim than a bill that allows everybody except muslims to come in what was a muslim ban what was called a muslim ban by the us media on trump while trump kind of was clumsy with his words and called it a muslim ban if you really scrutinize it and put your hatred for trump aside it wasn't a muslim country ban it i mean that ban that you know for people for a short period people from those countries couldn't have visas there were countries that were not necessarily muslim majority countries too but this has not been tomtomed as an anti muslim move uh, and i'm surprised why is that because uh, electorally it's not wise to root for muslims or it is not a big deal it is exactly that i mean <laughs> i mean uh, more than the bjp is the congress's hypocrisy which stands out you know the congress uh, very conveniently walked out of the uh, you know house that day abstained from voting in the process mm. and uh, you know let the bill i'm the bill to pass in any case but then yeah, they didn't even bother voting against it uh, so it's pure mass electoral math you know from what i understand the congress has been told uh, by its uh, leaders in other the western border uh, or the states on the western border like rajasthan uh, and even you know say you know close to border states like haryana where there has apparently been some movement of you know persecuted hindu uh, hindus from pakistan to keep quiet because it makes sense you know because i mean the congress is not going to do anything anti hindu at the moment it's that's what it seems like well it's so not anti hindu uh, but it's 
I, I, I will say ANI, uh, the day that this bill was being, I think, debated in parliament or maybe the PM was making a speech about it, they ran this on their Twitter feed, this video of this woman, um, Sikh woman who was persecuted in Afghanistan and she was talking about coming back here to India and why this is such a great thing by Modi ji that now we persecuted people can come back to the country that will, you know, that we belong to, we belong here. And I couldn't help but kind of see, I think it was very obvious that a certain message goes out from PM Modi in his speeches and the ANI newsfeed kind of tries to make that point through these emotional video clips and stuff. I I mean, I, I thought the it was too obvious, the connection. But anyway, Anand, you have any views to share on this uh, citizenship bill and, and its importance or unimportance for the country? You have no mm. views on this at all. <laughs> Manisha. No, but just uh, one question, Aruna, because you've seen Band in Tripura and other places. Electorally, it won't work for the BJP there, right? Because there the politics is not about Hindu-Muslim, but more about outsiders. Uh, that's, that, that, that's actually probably premature to say that, you know, it's, it, it won't work for the BJP electorally. Uh, so the BJP has tried uh, offsetting the damage uh, by doing two things uh, the last week. Uh, it has uh, formed a high-level committee, you know, uh, to 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 look into uh, the implementation of of clause six of the Sam Accord, which is basically protecting the rights uh, of uh, the of the Assamese people, you know, uh, which will probably translate into a reservation of assembly seats. And a host of other measures like reservation of land, you know, um, of you know of so-called migrants not being able to buy land. Uh, and again, uh, day before yesterday, the union cabinet uh, approved the, the granting of ST status to six uh, communities, six very important electorally very important communities. Uh, so, 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 so it's it's, it's not uh, you know. Madness, or I mean, I mean, the BGP is playing it really smart. You know, it's, it's, it's not a whimsical move to just, you know, just ahead of the election, just say that, you know, this is Hindu appeasement. You know, the BGP is obviously playing it very smart. So I, I, I would assume it's a little premature to say that the BGP will lose electorally. It might lose a few seats. It may actually, you know, gain also at in places. Actually, I have something uh, to say on this whole thing on the India TV poll. But before that, just quickly, how effective was this band here? Uh, that that was, was it was quite it was, it was quite effective. I mean, uh, the state shut down almost completely. Uh, people were stranded in the airports, uh, and uh, yeah, it was. I mean, it was one of those buns. It was a it was a northeast bun, and I haven't heard of a northeast bun in a long, long time. Tripura, so there was, was police it, firing as well, right? Yeah, they yeah, fired yeah, on the protesters. Tripura was where it got the most violent. Hmm. And uh, uh, again, incidentally, you know, the 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 the, the boys who, who who were shot at, you know, who, who got injured, were uh, belong to an organization who uh, to a student, uh, you know, outfit of the IPFT, which is an ally of the BJP. So it's their allies so, only who are protesting. So yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, and IPFT hasn't said anything, not even a word about you know the alliance or anything. So as I said, you know, the, the, I mean, the alliances won't break that easily because there's a lot of other calculations. You know? Yeah, I think they desperately need the uh, you know northeast. Those of you who have been long listeners of Hafta will know that I find speculating on electoral outcomes a pointless exercise. We spend two hours doing it, and then the outcome comes, and it's not not what you were discussing. So then. That entire discussion is worthless. But purely from the BJP's point of view, who kind of 
plan parties plan their forward you know alliances and and strategy based on the kind of feedback they get from the ground so india tv's poll gave this was pre the mayawati and samajwadi party alliance gave bjp up 40 seats in the lok sabha if out of 80 and last time they won 74 right 74 or 75 72 72 so they gave them 40 so yashwant deshmukh had tweeted that if this is the india tv poll before alliance after alliance it will be in single digits so that means if they're going to lose 65 to 70 seats in up and obviously a few in rajasthan and madhya pradesh uh, where will they make up all these seats it's uh, i think it's going to be a very interesting election but before we go on and discuss other stuff uh, i have a request for our listeners those of you who are listening to the chota hafta uh, this part is outside the paywall um, and who are conservative with their pockets you know there was this gentleman called abhinandan 2018 who used to refer to you disrespectfully as mufat khors he's dead uh, so those <laughs> of you who uh, uh, you know are conservative with their spending may i request you to consider subscribing to news laundry because for the election we want as much uh, resources to put aside to go out and report from the ground do subscribe trust me you will find it worth your while there is enough data to suggest that when independent reporting dies it affects your pocket i have tweeted a report around this that when scrutiny of the government goes from the media then the amount they can actually splurge for unproductive activities goes up there is a case study that has been done you can see my twitter feed uh, and the link to the article will be below so you actually paying to keep news independent does impact your pocket it makes your ca- your tax money well spent with that little appeal thank you all those of you who do subscribe thank you those who are considering subscribing and i hope i can convince you to subscribe full on okay anand let me start with you this is slightly more trivial issue but I find it very interesting because I think it has big implications in the long term. The editor's guild statement about pliable. What do you think of that statement? Was it necessary? What what does it achieve? What does the editor's guild do? Was it a, something you would have said should have been done? If they would not have done then people would also have said that they should have done something. So a response uh, was needed uh, but I actually forgot the actual wording of their response. The wording of their response was that they said that I mean of course there were four or five paragraphs in fact the link is below but they said something along the lines that Mr Rahul Gandhi's you know reference to a journalist as pliable is questioning her integrity we condemn it and then they said that words like prostitute and dalal that aap and bjp have used in the past all this is very condemnable so they put pliable dalal prostitute in the same category then in the end they also said that but they also said you should have a thick skin then they also criticism is okay they said <laughs> i mean it was just oh, this yeah. one so editors guild is a professional pressure body so pressure group hmm. professional body so uh, you see if doctors are attacked if say university teachers are attacked uh, what in ways that they consider unfair or uh, if other professionals uh, say chartered accountants are attacked, attacked attacked then they would respond in a way so uh, that uh, all this is not fair in this uh, people can argue about the what uh, equivalences of different kinds of abuse mm. now a prostitute and uh, pliable are not the same mm. so 
देर कैन बी कंप्लेन्स अबाउट द फॉल्स इक्विवेलेंसेस बट दे वेर नॉट गोइंग इन टू द हेर ऑफ द इंटेंसिटी दे आर इनकम्बंट बिकॉज ऑफ द नेचर ऑफ द ऑर्गेनाइजेशन दैट दे हैव टू रिएक्ट बिकॉज इट्स अ प्रोफेशनल बॉडी अल्टीमेटली इट्स मैंडेट एट द एंड ऑफ द डे इज टू सी also see among other things also see that the uh, uh, reputation or the sh- social uh, what you can say uh, the uh, the sh- social standing of the professionals uh, remain untainted so that manisha editors guild is just for me it's just a bunch of um, you know fuddy daddies who don't know what the hell they're up to you've seen this again and again they when you they have to issue a statement they don't like when cobra post happened they didn't do anything when the manipur journalist was jailed they didn't put out anything when the kerala anchor person was attacked they didn't put out anything then suddenly arun jetli says that will editors guild issue a statement now and then they issued it quickly and it was a it was a very ridiculous statement and you've written at uh, a piece on why it is so but i think as a body it should be dissolved i think there should be younger people in that guild or there should be some sort of better representation because the current guys who are heading it or who represented have no clue and mm. they're constantly fumbling around they don't know what to say and all their statements are really ridiculous and this statement it was uh, we have noted with concern the words of you know uh, the use of the word pliable what is so concern worthy about it the interview itself the last uh, thing that narendra modi says is that uh, with smita prakash he says that mujhe bura laga ki main latians matlab hmm. he you know this latians journalist is also hmm. a sort of a derogatory word that hmm. uh, bjp uses hmm. so the other person said pliable usme kya hai what is your view arunab i don't know i mean i thought the timing was a little weird i mean for you know they just get to issue a statement after jetly kind of you know falls for it but i thought the interview wasn't uh, half bad as some others we've uh, seen in recent times with modi yeah um, that uh, is it was the most combative interview but i thought it was it was all right i mean it was just better than uh, you know the uh, itna kuch kiya <laughs> yeah it was better than rahul sharma but I, i would say it was even harder than rajdeep sinti of sonia gandhi i thought that was a, yeah. such a softball interview rajdeep sinti with sonia gandhi was equivalent to uh, you know arnab's interview with no modi it was hmm. you know that i'm your buddy kind except that because they are latians a little more sophisticated about it yeah <laughs> but yeah. it was the same as far as the journalistic <laughs> exercise is concerned but um yeah so uh, should we just quickly move on to oh before i do that let's read a mail but do we have to leave Arun- arunab now okay we have to let arunab go thank you arunab for joining us good Bye to have you on the hafta again Bye. when you're in delhi come here so we can actually have you at the table sure, at sure, the hafta we'll do, we'll do. so i can at least kick you under the table when you start <laughs> using foul language and stuff like this it's no fun <laughs> right so make sure you yeah, don't get deported we we'll, we'll keep you in guwahati and uh, yeah until next time happy new thank year thank you and even thank you thank you so much now before we get vivek call to join us i have a couple of emails that i'd like to read from subscribers dear abhinandan last few months i have been listening to past news laundry haftas and i can't praise nl team enough for how it helped me cope with my depression it has been there for me many sleepless nights i have subscribed again after few months delay for which i am sorry i hope i can continue the subscription in my com- in the coming months the sole purpose of my writing this letter is to acknowledge the effort that nl team has put to create its content wish you all subscriber filled new year it would be great if you can rev- revive the global summits of childhood matters content wise they are the best that i have encountered encountered so far thank you uh, thank you so much yeah it's it's very really nice, nice of you, you. Uh, i i hope you 2019 
is wonderful for your physical and mental health and any sort of depression that you have vanishes with the last year and yeah thank you for your subscription you don't have to apologize if you're a little late that's okay we're indians we're used to being late uh, but yeah thanks yeah i really appreciate that also i have an email from sagar sagar says hi nl team this is sagar your friendly neighborhood conspiracy theory guy check out my hafta 166 response with his erratic dose of conspiracy theories that i smell out of the happenings of indian politics will you putting it this time as a question how do you respond to the plausibility of a sudden interview of mr prime minister to ni being merely a megalomaniac's response to the otherwise limited trolling that he got for not being able to answer a gentleman's question which he satisfactorily answered and definitely didn't avoid with charlie chaliye puducherry ko vanakkam <laughs> thanks no longer a mufat khor sagar patal well uh, sagar i don't call anyone mufat khor right, right now in 2019 we call them conservative spenders uh, because mufat <laughs> khor is just not a nice term it's it, people get angry when i use that so thank you for becoming a subscriber even though you're a conservative spender really appreciate it i think the uh, the uh, it was an interview it made a lot of noise because of raj uh, because of rahul gandhi's response to it otherwise i think it was a nothing interview because we've discussed it last week he said nothing it was full of rhetoric no pointed questions were asked on jobs created nothing was data backed it was it was a chat and it was a tougher chat than most so i don't think it had any purpose here and if it did it didn't really achieve it but it's true that puducherry ko vanakam was getting him quite a lot of negative sort of it's become it, a meme it now it did it did kind of deflect the attention quickly yeah, from yeah it's become a meme in fact <laughs> uh, someone had tweeted to me saying chaliye uh, they said why don't you ask vivek agnihotri for another interview so someone else said vivek agnihotri will say chaliye news ronnie ko vanakam <laughs> uh, what do you think was there anything major in that interview you think there's a conspiracy theory or it was we have discussed it yes you've discussed length, it but uh, but yeah. you, th- you think it is an interview that is worthy of remark it became an issue because of rahul gandhi but otherwise was there anything to it generally as a event means prime minister sitting not modi but any prime minister hmm. sitting one to one with any journalist for 30 minutes is an event a whatever with the content of it whatever the responses just because because it is he is india's premier that's all okay thanks agar for your subscription sorry we couldn't give you a more conspiracy filled answer but that's what we got now we have joining us on the phone line from bombay vivek call who will discuss the reservation in the ews general category and the other topics uh, he is a mumbai based economist and he regularly writes for news laundry he's the author of easy money trilogy and india's big government he's written for the business standard equity masters ty scroll first post and he's well known for those of you who consume articles on the economy so vivek uh, tell us about this reservation bill what are your reservations <laughs> the most what obvious pun what are my reservations okay yes uh, you know first uh, uh, you know as 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 i wrote uh, in one of my columns uh, you know a reservation is basically useful if uh, you know the government is creating jobs and the government in india and in this includes uh, you know central government state governments quasi government institutions they have not been creating jobs for a while now and i've been writing this it's not that i've started you know this is a point that i've come up with just now that uh, you know uh, mr modi has decided uh, a 10% reservation for the economically weaker sections of the society i've been saying this for the past 3 4 years 
so you know a reservation is useful only when there are jobs so given that you no know, jobs are being created by the government you know on 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 the whole so any reservation is basically useless hmm that's the first point uh, the second point is uh, uh, it's slightly uh, you know complicated in the sense that uh, you know uh, the example that i would like to use here is that of uh, the poverty line you know a few years back if you remember there was a lot of hangama around uh, you know the time when people came to know that the urban poverty line in india is just rupees 32 33 per Correct. day i remember monte carlo uh, walia got a lot of flack for yeah monte carlo walia got a lot of flack for that i remember yes i mean everyone did but you know uh, there is that was a very uh, you know when, when you look at it just from the point of view of why the line is so low it's a very uh, simplistic way of looking at the problem now there is a reason why uh, a poverty line the poverty line was set at 32 33 rupees per day and you know basically what happens is that the government has only so much so many resources right i mean it has only got a given amount of money uh, infrastructure so if you set the poverty line high you now let's say you set the poverty line at rupees 100 per day okay hmm. so the number of poor people go up dramatically right and then you have to spread the same resources over a larger number of people and in the process the poorest of the poor lose out okay hmm. so which is why the poverty line is set at such a low level so the basic point is that any cut off has to be useful now in this case if you look at the income cut off for the reservation it's uh, around you know the income of a household has to be uh, up to rupees 8 lakh so yeah. 95% of india qualifies right if you look at the agriculture land cut off which is 5 acres uh, you know more than 86% of people have land which is you know agri land which is less than that number so as a you know as 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 a cut off uh, the the you know the, the entire reservation is basically useless because practically everyone qualifies everyone is, for it yeah exactly so you know one point that people have been making is okay we understand that the government's not been creating jobs but at least you know the economically weaker section of the society will get reservation when it comes to higher education yeah but you know the, I, fact, I, I, the I, fact that everyone qualifies for that reservation makes that reservation basically useless I, yeah i find it fascinating that uh, a uh, this the cut off the spokesperson of the bjp are saying that the bill that's been passed in parliament uh, mm. just for context for our listeners the parliament passed a bill that put a reservation of 10% for the general category because right now reservation are only for sc st obcs and other marginalized communities and there was this general narrative which i disagreed with that the high caste who are also poor kind of don't benefit and undeserving lower castes benefit Uh, which is a problematic argument but we will not get into that the uh, bill does not say what is that cut off apparently the haryana government said that 8 lakh is the cut off for them and now the spokesperson of the bjp are saying we let every state decide mm-hmm. which is really weird because if the income tax slab is decided by the central government every state doesn't decide who's poor and who'll pay the tax mm. i mean so clearly as far as an effective uh, you know uh, tool is concerned this is useless as a political tool i i mean i don't know i'd like the panel to tell me if they think it'll be useful but it is a completely half cooked cake you can't even eat it yeah i mean see i'm just going by what you know read on the you know read right. in the media you know times of india put 
these uh, cutoffs on their front page. Yeah, because the BJP so, of one state said so. So mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, right, I don't right. think they so can. I'm just going with that. I mean, and and I know, I mean, uh, you know, uh, it, the the numbers are not there in the bill, which is which is okay because it's a constitutional amendment. So obviously, you know, every time you have to increase or decrease the number, you can't go back to making a constitutional amendment. Fair enough. So that is understandable. Anand, your view on this? on on this 10% reservation and you can also articulate reservation in general okay so uh, reservation in general now is a very philosophical thing to yeah we can put that aside you right we'll have a different it, it will maybe we should do a let's talk about on it reservation. will invite questions of uh, fairness social mm. justice mm. and uh, many things so if, if there is a philosophical side to it there is a governance side to it and the political of course economic side to it uh since i think uh, two three days have passed and a lot has been read and uh, written about it uh, so i would uh, just touch one two aspects which are being lost in this discourse first is that uh, mm. unemployment and government jobs are two different things the dole out culture as for loans providing reservation for government jobs which of course invites competitive backwardness that we are more backward than you we are poorer than you so a state being seen as the ideal employer in in india mm. a state is the ideal employer mm. and here a lot of Uh, people don't get this argument including people like raguram rajan who may be expert in his field but uh, fails to get the simple fact that he said that railway is now group d employees uh, there is so many application for railway group d employment now it, it is a reflection of unemployment in india unemployment is there that's a different problem altogether but, but this uh, demand the, for government uh, jobs would be there even yeah, if it weren't so, you're saying it is highly desirable yeah, desirable and mbas phds mbas 12000 mbas around 7000 uh, phds applied for pune's job Hmm. in up government and and similar is the scenario everywhere now it is not that they would not get a, uh, any any job better uh, paying job in with their mba or phd degree they will but still why the pune's job is more desirable well so uh, in their response to it uh, the governments uh, uh, respond to that kind of see ultimately politics is about authoritative allocation of values tangible or non tangible and uh, politicians will do that authoritative allocation of values and reservation like farmer loans have become a tool for that so primarily is political that what, is what they t- hope to achieve and, really and there is else. nothing legitimate or illegitimate about it it is one of the functions of politics to do that what i was referring to that the desirability ultimately what these reservations will do they will give you a place in a government office or in any way but can i come in so one sec yeah yeah go ahead anand okay. finish your so sentence. i just huh. wanted to add to what anand uh, you know has rightly pointed out you know uh, people uh, a lot of uh, you know uh, supporters of narendra modi you know when you make up make the jobs argument essentially like to say uh, you know it's not that 
you know there is a lot of unemployment in india it's just that people like government jobs hmm. uh, which in its uh, own way is uh, slightly true but see what happens is uh, if if you look at uh, you know the lowest levels in in the private sector and compare it with the government working for the government hmm. the salaries in the government are much higher okay now you you know there was a survey carried out by i am ahmedabad for the uh, 7th pay commission where they found that a helper in the government which is basically a euphemism for uh, you know the post of a peon uh, at the starting level made around 21 22000 rupees whereas uh, a same job in the private sector would get you 7 to 8000 rupees mm. uh, also what happens is uh, you know the moment you start working for the government your working hours are fixed i mean beyond that there is overtime then there is social security there is housing there are medical benefits uh, so you know so working for the government at the lower and the middle level makes immense sense okay so that's one point the second point is that uh, you know in 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 india everybody talks about unemployment now in in we have a peculiar sort of unemployment where people do work but they're essentially underemployed they're not productive enough right and which is the best reflection of it is in the fact that uh, Uh, you know 45% of india's workforce is engaged in agriculture and it produces 15 to 16% of india's gdp sure so you know once you take all these factors together and you know you can call it underemployment or whatever but it basically is unemployment and which leads people to apply for government jobs especially at lower and middle levels where the facilities and everything and and the salary uh when the work etc is tends to be a lot better i i so. think I, yeah i mean there's part true to what you're saying we'll just come back to anand and then manisha but i will say i mean of course i don't have data for this but from my personal experience uh, people mm-hmm. who we've employed at small screen uh, and news laundry in administrative roles which an admin role is not a pn's job and the prospects of that are pretty you know big like as an organization becomes big that admin role and i've seen that because small screen was started by two of us and now it's right. you know 40 people so there's immense growth there uh, i've had people leave uh, for a pretty lowly job for a government job uh, for a and i've seen that Because from experience salary. no no the salary was much mm-hmm. higher here and not only was the salary higher here the prospect of it going up was significant but they'd leave to work in a much it, lower see, job that also comes from the it, fact that you know the stability uh, i think they feel for the government you they, know that it's it's the jobs always going to be there how news laundry ka band ho jaye kisko pata hai kyunki subscribers hi nahi hai नहीं अब वो मैं नहीं बोल रहा हूँ बट वॉन्ट इन द प्राइवेट सेक्टर द प्रोस्पेक्ट ऑफ शटिंग डाउन करेक्ट आनंद we are uh, diverting from issues uh, because reservation we will discuss hmm. but uh, two three point uh, i was just saying that uh, peons uh, job uh, in the government hmm. government jobs are very paying in in fact uh, uh, very we, paying at a lower level yeah, not lower level uh, yeah lower lo- lower level uh, in fact a fresher in media say a reporter hmm. will get far less salary than a driver in a government department hmm. so hmm. a government department driver gets around 32 to 35000 that is not the same. apart from if, if conditions favor he will he will get a free house also hmm. and and many other facilities which is not the case with a reporter joining sure. so anyway uh, i was saying that a, an mba or a phd will get more paying than even a 
pioneer government job not 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 that they will get to so anyway that was a different i am not contesting that there is not there is a lot of unemployment there is a lot of unemployment is necessarily but, connected but the approach of the people uh, so logon ki shaadiyan nahi hoti hain if they even even they are earning very good in private sector but in my state in my state if you even if you are earning very well in private sector you will struggle to get married हमारे यहाँ एक कहावत है कि नौकरी हो तो सरकारी नहीं तो बेचिए तरकारी तरकारी मीन्स वेजिटेबल्स मतलब या तो सरकारी नौकरी कीजिए नहीं तो सब्जी बेचिए तो देट इज द क्रेज सो देट इज वन पॉइंट दैट अगेन नाउ द पर कैपिटल इनकम ऑफ इंडिया इज अराउंड वन लैख ट्वेंटी थाउजेंड द कट ऑफ फॉर दिस इज एट लैक्स दैट मेक्स अराउंड नाइन्टी फाइव परसेंट ऑफ इंडिया एलिजिबल फॉर दैट रिजर्वेशन नाउ वेन यू प्रिपेयर फॉर अ गवर्नमेंट जॉब यू जनरली गेट थ्रू कॉम्पिटिटिव एग्जामिनेशन नाउ इफ यू कम लाइक से इन सिविल सर्विसेज फॉर आई एस इफ यू हैव जस्ट कम नियर टच डेट एंड यू मिस बाई फाइव सिक्स मार्क्स नाउ देर टू वेज यू लुक एट इट दैट इफ आई हैड रिजर्वेशन आई कुड हैव गॉट इन और इफ I could have better luck or worked harder I could have got in. Now generally you think the later. <laughs> generally you hmm. think the yeah manisha let's i think I, um, before we close this my uh, two three points on this one is i think the biggest problem with the way in which this has been passed is the lack of a constitution of an expert committee or a commission to study backwardness hmm. and backwardness cannot be just economic backwardness it has to be social backwardness also because when you look at the caste um reservations uh, based on caste it is not about economic mobility so much as social mobility people who weren't allowed to educate themselves who were completely othered who were considered untouchable to have them move up socially and if you look at i mean i was just looking at my example my great grandfather is a brahmin uneducated his my grandfather um, you know uh, studied he became an engineer and poor humble background and then my father got educated and i got educated and i have sort of whatever maybe i'm richer than what my great grandfather was but the so they, poverty they, of my great grandfather never affected my rise in station which is not true for people of my generation who are dalits who are first generation learners it has been very tough for them to move up not simply because of economic backwardness but because of social backwardness and this is one reason why the jats reservation was struck down by supreme court because they found that jats are Uh, they have good representation in public offices and armed forces uh, there is no social exclusion that they have suffered these things should be considered when you look at reservations which is not to say that economically backward should not get some sort of help but it could be in the form of a fee waiver or a tuition uh, you know or 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 economic help in terms of education no, so, but so reservation uh, if you're giving it i think backwardness has to be studied what exactly where are they backward and what needs to be fixed which hasn't been done in this case before we move on you have see, something to see say? even the even the left would find it very difficult to attack it because class as an economic concept is bigger uh, than caste for them uh, yeah uh, for caste within but in india the intersection is such that caste and class sometimes merge so that is one things uh, second is 
once you breach the 50% barrier mm. now it is free for all now the it will open up a whole pandora's box that uh, the 50% limit was the supreme court that uh, this is the reservation though state governments like in tamil nadu they have breached it they have gone to 67 or something like that uh, but uh, from the center if, from the central government if that 50% is breached which is already breached because uh, it's just now a formality before president signs that mm. so uh, now it will uh, open up, up a pandora's box that yes we also our uh, i think politically since we have not discussed it i think it's a uh, uh, if, if electoral there there is an assessment is bjp that uh, from some core upper caste voters the uh, resentment against this uh, government's uh, unwillingness to uh, carry out the supreme court uh, amendment of the scst act has led to a lot of backlash from the upper caste now that has to be contained and this may help but uh, now it it is not explicitly upper caste reservation yeah, because generally everyone yeah, is it includes muslims and muslims exactly. are likely to benefit everyone a lot from it qualifies for it so yes well, i don't know but actual mechanics when it comes now if you get through examination and 10% reservation and this uh, ultimately it in reservation does not means ye job lo take this job you will, you will have to go through the process and especially or bhi zyada because everyone is eligible everyone. although i do think of course again this is all paloing gyan because there's no way to actually it's like saying whether the film will be a hit or not there's no way to say it uh, there's no way to predict it but i do think that every trick has a time and place like a fast and ramlila maidan had a time and place in 2010 i think reservation as a trick is done i would be surprised if this has any impact on voting i think people. it will uh, have a confusing effect because it is not too big a deal for mm. even for upper caste uh, voters but they will also think kuch to kiya hai so so it's a confusing is vivek still there with yeah, us yeah vivek, vivek here i just want to ask I you like is in india do we know how much does a middle class home like what is the income who's a middle class family in india income wise oh, no, there are like any you know the definitions vary from anywhere to anywhere there is nothing like an indian middle class family no so i'm thinking for those who left been left also oh, okay uh, if you look at the per capita income i mean as uh, anand just said it's it's around 1.25 lakh per individual so that for a household it would mean around 6.25 lakhs given that an average indian household has so Uh, so I'm wondering five, five if there could be a lot of resentment so, also because now the rest of the general category will have to fight. The, you know, it will come down even I more significantly. I find it fascinating that this actually, if we just see our own office, and if you see the status difference uh, and the class difference in the ladies who serve us tea and food, they and many of our reporters would earn the same. No, would be in the same category as per the eight lakh. Although that okay. is not what it is, but if that were the case. <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> yeah journalism so compare nahi karna chahiye journalists earn But no money journalists <laughs> before we go on i have a few more letters this one is from someone who doesn't want his name to be read out but he wants it he to be called bs hi nl team this email is almost 400 words long and i'm okay if you don't read it out on either of my podcast but if you want to read it out please refer to my name is bs i don't want my full name to be read out I became a regular listener of Hafta shortly before you reached the landmark of 150 episodes and I'd given some feedback on your mobile app which you have acknowledged in many episodes is shitty. Basically he goes on to say that it's been a long time and we still have not fixed the app. So yes, you're right. 
सो वी शुड कंसॉलिट बिफोर वी एक्सपैंड मैसेज टेकन बी एस आई शेल लुक इन टू दैट देन अनादर फीडबैक इज द एपिसोड ऑफ चर्च एंड ऑफल एंड ऑसम हैव बिन वेरी इरेगुलर मनीषा मेक्स श्योर दैट ऑल ऑफ गेट नॉब एन हैज बिन ट्रैवलिंग एंड यू वॉन्ट टू प्लग राष्ट्रीय एज अ फुल टाइम जॉब बट वॉट अबाउट द चर्चा विच डजन लिव अप टू स्टैग लाइन आपका खर्चा आपकी चर्चा वेल वी हैव मीटिंग अबाउट दिस वी जस्ट मेट अबाउट दिस लास्ट वीक एंड इट विल बी रेगुलर फ्रॉम नाउ ऑन द थिंग इज दैट बिकॉज वी हैव सच अ स्मॉल स्टाफ एंड वी हैव थ्री पॉडकास्ट वी डोंट कीप रिपीटिंग द सेम पीपल विच इज वाई दैट हैपन्स बट येस होपफुली दैट शुड बी सॉर्टेड ऑल्सो विद इन दिस ईयर एंड देन इफ यू वॉन्ट टू से इतने में इतना ही मिलेगा then please accept what news learning for what it is and not expect more if you want to plug in your request for more subscribers basically he says we should do more so okay thank you bs for all your valuable suggestions and i agree with most of them so yeah no uh, no disagreement there this one is from akshat diwan hey guys i'll listen to latest hafta i heard that abhinandan's suggestion to a subscriber to hang out with other subscribers i thought that you guys must surely have thought of having a dating service on your platform for an additional revenue yes, stream yes i have thought of this ये मेरे दिमाग में आया था एक बार अच्छा यू कैन डू लाइक इवनिंग्स वेर ऑल सब्सक्राइबर्स कैन फ्रेटनाइज एंड मीट एंड लाइक फ्लो इट्स डेटिंग सर्विस इट्स नॉट डेटिंग सर्विस ऑर्गेनाइजेज इवेंट्स वेर पीपल जस्ट गो सो इट्स लाइक एन इनफॉर्मल डेटिंग अक्षत इट्स अ गुड आइडिया दैट वी शुड कंसिडर वेल अक्षत शॉब आई थिंक इट्स अ गुड आइडिया वील कंसिडर बट आई मीन आई एम जस्ट सेंग दैट इफ आई वेर न्यूज लॉन्च सब्सक्राइबर आई से आपका सी हो तो कुछ कर नहीं पाए अपने लिए हमारे लिए झंड करेगा <laughs> तो मतलब वो मुझे पता नहीं कितना क्रेडिबल होगा बट आई फाइन वी कैन <laughs> Then he goes on to say about Abhinandan. I saw Abhinandan's full interview with Vivek Agnihotri, and though I am no fan of Mr. Agnihotri, psychotic rant of Mr. Agnihotri, psychotic rants and illogical logic, he did make a pretty valid point about brainwashing in college. Now Abhinandan scoffed at him and suggested a counterpoint that brainwashing would be easier if done in schools, as the children are supposed to be much more pliable or moldable. The best example being child soldiers. However another point of view is that anti establishment on if you look at biographies of Majid Nawaz or any of the Kilam Kilam founders um an anti radicalization think tank in UK or read the theories of radicalization the best stage of turning a person against the state or a particular establishment is late teens or early 20s look at the various examples from Timothy McVeigh Boston Bombers Charlie Hebdo shooters and Adesi ISIS wannabes from Kerala the relation between radicalization casual factors is not exactly one on one but more problematic no more probabilistic so it's not exactly laughable what mr agnihotri said about college kids getting influenced or radicalized abhinandan also needs to turn down his affected nonchalance as the that becomes irritating at times also facts being subjective you've gone on to say ki kala kurta not necessarily is kala because a lot of writers have comment on the myth of jesus and muhammad saying you've gone into a very um, philosophical position of what are facts and i agree on that just like quantum mechanics defunct newtonian physics and you know the wave or the co- particle theory of light says okay what is a fact but i don't think vivek uh, agnihotri was going down that <laughs> yeah, route yeah yeah i think um but even within that reality whether i'm wearing a white kurta or a black kurta for a being from another planet whose 
you know eyes form differently and my white kurta falls black on that being yes the fact for that person may be different but in the context that we inhabit especially if we talk about news there are some sacrosanct facts so your philosophical position i do not disagree with but that is not ap- applicable here as far as my dig at radicalizing them at school i was actually taking a dig at his you know wonderful reports on rss uh, so i was actually being tongue in cheek saying wouldn't it be a better time to radicalize them in school because i was referring to what the rss does by taking kids when they are 4 5 6 and actually i disagree with you timothy mcvey was not radicalized uh, he was just a loon and i have read enough about the the bomber and the bombing and in fact i've written a piece on when he was when his death sentence was actually carried out uh, you may not know it was actually streamed live in in oklahoma yeah so thank you for your kind words thank you for subscription after that you have said some very nice things about radicalization it may happen in universities but uh, uh, also depends on the section of students now students who are very much sure about who they are their identity or what they like uh, say a lot of students come to university from all parts of the country mainly from bihar uttar pradesh to delhi all of them want to prepare for civil services now some uh, when i was at university some left wing student organizations did come and they lecture us about marx lenin uh, so uh, marx lenin okay but at the end of the day i had, i went to my room and prepared for civil services i, I didn't want all those the, uh, things so uh-huh. and most of them do that so also who are the gullible ones who are the right. uh, so yes we are so coming back to the dating service it won't work because we don't have enough women subscribers yeah we, we don't need have enough women, women. It, it'll just be one big sausage party yeah, bro yeah it'll just be too many men so women um, subscribe <laughs> yeah so we need women subscribers if we have to make that idea work of akshat's and also akshat finally goes on to say that our discussions on national security and defense are dismal and we need to kind of ramp up there uh so thank you for some very valuable feedback and criticism akshat appreciate it thank you for your support Thank you for your kind words and hopefully we shall do better in 2019 do subscribe guys so let's move on to the next subject let's talk about CBI versus CBI let anand kick this off for those of you who came late uh the CBI chief has been reinstated alok verma's back at the helm of affairs the constitution says that the CBI chief can be appointed or removed by the prime minister the leader of the opposition and the chief justice of india and this is the same collegium that can either appoint him or remove him so constitutionally his removal was not valid that is what the supreme court has said he's back he has recalled many of the people who were transferred out now the this collegium has to decide whether they will keep him or do away with him apparently he's also going to be filing a a plea or whatever it is a, that 75 days that he lost of service before his he's supposed to retire i think within a month or so he should get another 75 days so that he can complete his full term but on this i find i mean being not very fond of mr modi but even putting all prejudice aside this in my view has been the biggest slap in the face of the prime minister and this was clear by the kind of press conference that arun jaitley gave arun jaitley has the swagger of you know what what kapil sibal used to have he yeah. has this very <laughs> annoying grin like when he says something really foolish and then he grins like it's a punchline it's not a fucking punchline it's a shitty line so don't <laughs> wait for us to laugh but, but some pref- sidekicks I- will laugh i'm sure but the press conference he gave was so lame 
and I've never seen him so uncomfortable giving a press conference. I think this has been the biggest deal in this term. Um, I'd like the panel's views. Anand first, and then we'll go to Vivek. Yeah, Supreme Court had uh, put a rider that you need, will not take uh, large decision. policy decisions and uh, in uh, revoking the transfer orders of some officials who were uh, investigating Asthana. Hmm. So uh, he he has defended it saying that th- these are not big policy decisions. Right. These are routine work. This is a part of routine work of a CBI chief. Right. So it's uh, a second is that uh, the immediate uh, big thing the context of has gone because uh, the refill investigation which was uh, people had argued that it is because of that now now that context has uh, uh, disappeared because of the supreme court's verdict hmm. so he will not entertain the complaint that uh, mr bhushan and uh, yashwant sinha hmm. for an inquiry because supreme court has uh, cleared government of it so that is the what we will see in CBI is uh, that uh, though there would be a lot of uh, 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 talk of uh, the institutions in, is that two three petty men will pay, play their game a CBI chief Asthana or some someone control two, it would be a, the a, a small joys of ego classes of two three people mm. and a lot of uh, large institutional and moralistic uh, stories would come out of it that ye hai wo hai ant mein hai ki there are two three people who will control it and the ego battles of those through two three people would be dissected as if it it would be a, it is a great moral narrative yeah uh, yeah how about you vivek what is your reading of this is it a big deal or it's just oh i mean it's it's a big deal clearly but uh, having said that i think you know modi's purpose in minimizing the damage is also sort of uh, you know uh, been met given that uh, mr mama retires on january 31st so he probably has what i mean around 20 days more to do any damage hmm. so yeah i mean it, it's a big deal i mean you can't uh, i mean you you've removed the cbi chief and the court sort of reinstated him back so it's clearly a very big deal but does the rest of the country see it as such manisha you think they don't give a shit i don't think it can have much of an impact hmm rest of the country uh, does not uh, care about it it rest of the country is entertained by conspiracy theories if hmm. rest of country may if the news reaches also that cvi chief ko hataya tha and he has been reinstated they still will not they, care. No, they will take it like this ki usme jo hai 500 crore rupya rakha hua tha it's too much of a to complicated turf battle for people to be interested no it it has to have a greater story than this it it has it, it, like it's not enough ha, murder ke, shudder koi paisa kuch aise matlab itna complicated story is not a big deal ki ki ye ye pro bhola tha wo ha wo bjp ka matlab even i am lost in like some yeah. of the strains even it, i got it, lost uh, thinking if there are uh, too many complications in a story it is not a mass story yeah. ha that's that's what happened with actually matrix 2 3 4 you know one was complicated enough but then when he went into like that level but interstellar still did well i don't know so okay 
ریڈیو Uh, this is going to be sort of a test drive till May 31st. So perfect in terms of elections. But but news, they can only copy-paste what yeah, AIR is doing. Yeah, just the bulletin. Just the AIR morning, uh, morning and evening bulletins that come. They can just pick it up and play it. And in fact, we're just going to put out a piece today that looks at a little bit of what sort of news plays out on AIR. And it's, of course, all uh, Modi and the schemes he's launched and the you know bridges he's inaugurated. which is true for most governments i i think you were the one who pointed out a madhu that when uh, when indira gandhi was assassinated and delhi was burning air was just paying shraddhanjali yeah. and it was just uh, so of course it's all government uh, but what is interesting is the timing that till may 31st it gives them great reach to further uh, you know pro government news onto private channels so i think that's interesting but it's an experiment so we don't know whether after may 31st what will happen yeah i um any any views on this any conspiracy theories anand before we go to wake in 90s uh, see uh, when uh, television was not allowed to air news it means private television production houses there is an uh, uh, on dd metro the ndtv made a uh, on uh, every night one hour program tonight hmm. so it was uh, uh, it was initially in called news tonight news tonight correct but but the but the information and broadcasting ministry struck down on it and it, it said that you are a private production house you cannot produce news you name your program tonight hmm. not news tonight hmm. <laughs> and uh, then the pranoray and menan that bearded person was there hmm. who, who passed up up yeah, yeah. Hmm. so those were the days uh so uh, now ra- radio i think uh, radio private news uh, would be uh, i think it has a very vast market if it comes uh, because uh, uh, but uh, also uh, going uh, if it does not go the tv way if it does not go the tv way it's still um, still i uh, bulletin form of news is for a lot of people preferred yeah because oh, you just yeah. get the i i i for say last 25 years i listened to 
ऑल इंडिया रेडियो न्यूज जस्ट टू गेट अंग ऑफ वर्ड्सिजन कैन ब्रॉडकास्ट ऑल काइंडेश what is the problem with the radio doing the same you know i actually asked i i, I and asked you know, and in this day and age when television actually reaches you know many more households than it did in the 80s so i mean i don't know i mean i really don't get it as to why why you know all uh, you know uh, private news channels can broadcast anything and everything that they want to whereas you know the same is not applicable for radio so i asked a friend of mine who works in radio this question actually and uh-huh. he told me that there is a general consensus uh, around this even among radio professionals although he um, you know wanted there to be news on radio but he says it is true uh, and worldwide I, i believe there are studies that have demonstrated that news travels a lot faster on radio and and it can also create a certain uh, rumor way oh. more uh, quicker and way more effectively than television can and i do believe that's true because you know when you see even in the us oh. commentators like rush limbaugh or david stern they have a lot more sway because of talk radio than because of their television shows talk radio in the us is big and they spread a lot more hate than your sean hanity and stuff so i do think in the medium itself and now that being such a you know compulsive consumer of podcasts right. i think audio has that quality that television doesn't television you get distracted by the, the theatrics of the guy on radio you believe the shit i i think i don't know maybe but, but that could be the reason now, you know with with in the internet and everything i mean people will consume it anyway yeah i agree I, i'm just saying so, that is a uh, rationale i mean yeah. I, i don't know how they'll control it manisha sorry you were saying no i was saying is that really the rationale no you're not sure that's something that that's a guess that you're no no that making. is the rationale that, that is. it is a lot more effective uh, like rumors can spread propaganda by radio because it it penetrates every part of india television doesn't do that no but see for a government Weird. it would work both ways right i mean if you if you look at the television space there are more people more news channels now which are pro modi than anti modi so right so also the nature of the medium radio does not demand all your senses It means at least not two mm. senses or just you just have to hear and uh, television in order to involve other senses than hearing has to depend on other things also and in doing that it loses the kind of impact that the audio has and that, that that is also also when you are on move while you are traveling yeah, exactly. you are traveling you can hear radio i think it is a lot more ubiquitous yeah anyway so i just like to move on to these last two issues if you can quickly comment on them and then we can close we've taken enough time of awake as well one is hs phoolka leaving the amadi party and saying that making it a political party was wrong from an anti corruption movement and the second is the all india marathi meet withdrew the invitation to her so first can we just go over the phulka uh, can we just start with you vivek what do you make of mr phulka's statement i have no idea okay you're you're not a delhi wala you 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 will comment on the who, mns i know who hs phulka is but i really don't know what to say on this what is your view anand no you have to justify your leaving a party you say hmm. something means uh, say something <laughs> you say something otherwise uh, it would be taken as an ego issue or your problems with the 
ऑर्गेनाइजेशन पीपल मैनिंग दोज ऑर्गेनाइजेशन सो देर इज ऑलवेज अ बेटर वे आउट दैट यू गो आउट फिलोसफिकली एंड क्वेश्चन द फिलोसफी ऑफ द ऑर्गेनाइजेशन यू वर्क यू वर्क फॉर सो दैट इज वन थिंग नाउ सेकेंड हिज आर्गूमेंट दैट मेकिंग पॉलिटिकल पार्टी आउट ऑफ एंटी करप्शन मूवमेंट वेल सिविल सोसाइटी इज द ऑर्गेनाइज सोसाइटी वेन सोसाइटी इज ऑर्गेनाइज इट इज सिविल सोसाइटी एंटी करप्शन मूवमेंट वर्किंग विद सिविल सोसाइटी ग्रुप्स प्रोवाइड्स द माइक्रोगोजम फॉर द politics politics to happen now that is i think not such a debatable thing that there uh, single issues parties now jayaprakash narayan movements movement had this anti corruption glue so uh, also apart from anti authoritarian it had this anti corruption glue there there single issue party with uh, which then branch out to have uh, a broader agenda that's all manisha there's this uh, recent uh, report that says he's going to raise volunteer force for a political sgpc basically what he says is hardly a political yeah no but Isn't he says like the shirumani gurudwara prabandhak committee for those of you who are listening don't know what sgpc is uh, he says it's become too politicized hmm. so the whole idea was that they should combat the drug menace they should spread good values of sikhism and he says the sgpc no longer does that it does politics so yeah, he yeah. wants to set up an organization okay, that, that counters runs, that counters sgpc okay, okay. and actually is not political like sgpcs and lobbies for okay so that's great but i think that uh, i don't agree with him when he says i think if you have to make a real change you have to join politics but it's also something to think for up i mean he's a prominent name he's really done a lot of good work to lose out on good people like this every other year or every other month is something to think for up i think I think a, a lot of people join up who are a single point agenda people and you cannot be in politics and be a single point agenda you will not survive mm. with Mr Phulka it was just punishing those responsible for 84, 84 right. and in so doing there is a certain closeness that he has with people who would not quite be seen favorably by those who have seen the Khalistan movement now many people whose families died Hmm. uh have been radicalized as and it's natural i mean i'm not judging them for it if you've seen your family burnt in front of you you will say fuck yeah maybe bindramale was right and because those people were burned mr phulka has been fighting their case for a long time so he obviously has an affinity and closeness to some of those people who are part of that punjab saw the aap saw the dangers of flirting with extremists in punjab during the election because it is true many of the people who are supporting it all these jathas who had come from canada to support up are khalis are uh, bhindrawale supporters but for mr phulka that's okay and i'm not judging him for it either because he just wants those people punished but if you're in politics and if tomorrow up has to kind of cozy up to the congress even from the back door oh yeah okay, he will say no be- so because coming up there you know those rumors are there and who knows it may happen in yeah, delhi yeah especially for delhi in delhi if anyone has a chance of beating bjp it's up i mean let us not be under any illusion that any congress candidate will take on a bjp candidate in in lok sabha so for mr phulka it would be and i can understand he says dude i've spent my life fighting these guys today you want me to shake hands with them or sit quietly while you do so you'll have to exit my point being if you have a single point agenda which is also true for prashant who's a wonderful man and is also true for a lot of other people Of course, the people like Ashutosh who have no agenda—they're not sure what they're doing. 
his 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 <laughs> politics is like his tweets it makes no sense so those people were there chalo <laughs> now he's in republic every day you know that i think he's also become one of their consulting editors so he comes every almost every other day he's coming and talking but now mns uh, vivek please come in here we saw a very right. different side of the young cub who is grown up to be kind of lion like uh, raj right. thakre who said uh, who apologized that um, nentara segal was disinvited right. and i was pleasantly surprised i'd never thought that i'd see this decent side to him what gives and what what do you make of this i think i mean um, see i guess you know in 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 over the last few years electorally mns has lost its clout okay i mean i think they had one uh, councilor in the bmca but even that i mean even that guy i think has quit so i guess it's probably a you know some sort of a way of trying to you know revive the popularity of the party also we see what what happens in in these cases is that you know even though the you know the chief of the party may not uh, want to do something you know some guy somewhere says something and starts off you know uh, something which shouldn't have been started in the first place so to that extent uh, it was uh, when it was a pleasant surprise to see raj thakare issue a letter and uh, my friend manjul did a wonderful cartoon on it as well oh, really? so i must see it, <laughs> it was, hmm. but I, you know at some level i think uh, i mean it's it's a, it's a good sign i mean if he continues with this you know who knows hmm, who knows he may become relevant again but yeah, i will yeah. say that i read the speech that she was supposed to deliver damn it's long man and it's not like she's the fastest talker it would have been a it would have been like a half an hour speech so maybe uh-huh. it was an interest of time they said chalo yaar aap publish kar do ye aur hum bana denge uh, anand your view on this no not, not much ye sab india mein hota rahega ye sab ye sab to hota hai desho mein nahi bade bade desho mein chote chote baatein hoti rahengi acha Shahrukh once said, "Yeah." Shahrukh once said, and we will. The last bit of news we'll give you is that at this Congress, the scientists said that the radio waves should be called Narendra Modi waves. Oh man, and, <laughs> that and was something. This happened um, at the Indian Science Con- Congress, and there is a, a, a Nobel laureate has said that they should basically first. In fact, here it is. Structural biologist Venkat Raman Ramakrishnan said that events need to be smaller and more depoliticized. and talks should be vetted by serious committees so if anyone's coming sabse pehle aap kya bolenge usko aap i think that's a bit of a problem so the, it was 106th indian science congress it was in jalandhar and the vice chancellor of andhra university g nageshwar rao claimed that india has the knowledge of stem cell research test tube fertilization and guided missiles thousands of years ago uh, so good luck to the university uh, to andhra university students i just quoted that from the scroll article but i'm just I'm I'm blown away by the caliber of people who like Shanawaz Hussain was on a Did you see that uh, Vivek I thought you'd be tickled <laughs> That was most, that was the most bizarre thing that happened I mean yeah I mean they they sort of the anchor said ki you know the cash flow is negative and he said ha we are moving towards digital so ha <laughs> cashless economy for, for those of you who sort of uh, make that uh, you know to sort of comment on the point that was made at the Indian Science Congress 
you know any time and every time such a comment is made it doesn't surprise me i mean if you have known people uh, who've been close to the rss or have been members of the rss in any way yeah you know that these guys have always been talking about vayu yans and you know plastic surgery and uh, existing in india thousands of years back right so i so i never get you know it doesn't surprise me because you know when you see when did you know these guys are conditioned when did they join the rss in their early to late teens or probably in their early 20s when human beings are most uh, you know vulnerable to being conditioned to an idea to an ideology which is why a lot of these senior guys who otherwise probably talk a lot of sense Hmm. end up saying these stupid things because they've been conditioned in the youth to believe in these things yeah so I, it, it never surprises me actually so i completely agree with you in fact i had a family member who when my nephew asked that is it true ki saap ki aankhon mein dekho to aap hypnotized hota ho jate ho and this family member is a highly educated person with major degrees and uh, the answer was ha huh? i was like na that is that's bullshit these are like nagin type that's not true i guess sam kumar to nagin badla lene aayegi i don't know wo badla lene aayegi but for those of you who are wondering what are you talking about shanawaz hussain he is a bjp spokesperson he was also minister at some point or minister of state yes, yes, in vajpayee government in the vajpayee government can you imagine civil aviation no. civil aviation minister wow how about that so uh, he was on a panel uh, on a debate regarding um, the uh, hal the government mm. manufacturer who has said that they don't have enough money to pay salaries their their cash flow is negative they don't have any cash in hand or they don't have enough cash in hand so when he said cash in hand to shanawaz hussain the bjp spokesman said cash in hand kyun hoga hum to cashless economy ki taraf ja rahe hain aap cash in hand ki baat kar rahe hain so the anchor tried to explain no cash in hand doesn't mean ki haath mein cash hai it's a term for says nahi 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 cash in hand to hona hi nahi chahiye hum to cashless hain so i'm saying that is the caliber of people at the top you can imagine uh, anyway so the only government response to this has been from the principal scientific advisor to government of india mm. and he said that we distance ourselves from those comments made at the congress mm. and uh, he also came up with a media bit on it he said that uh, these these are individuals speaking this is not what the congress believes in means the science congress right. and th- there were many useful and very brilliant speeches made which was not reported in mainstream media mm. so media should cover the science congress holistically that was his point all right on that note sorry uh, you have something to say vivek before you give us a no, recommendation i mean it actually is a fair point you know i mean i'm sure in any conference many things are discussed mm. and just i mean it that doesn't mean that that one thing should not have been reported but you know other things could also have been reported but it's just that science reporting in india you know doesn't really happen at all so but then again why old age old now you you can't report 100 planes landed safely you'll report no, that no, one no, crash no no it's it's the one plane <laughs> that crashes gets reported all the time so 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 this vc was the plane that crashed yes <laughs> even yes, though yes. we had the technology thousands of years ago but still <laughs> so let's come with the recommendations vivek you want to go first what what do you recommend to enrich the lives of our listeners sure so i am reading this uh, i mean this is uh, got nothing to do with business and economics i am reading this book called the eagle pond by uh, an american writer called donald hall i mean he was a poet and uh, he he died in june 2018 and this is a 
essentially a collection of uh, his short columns about uh, his daily life in this huge house that he lives in and uh, and it's beautifully written and yeah, so I would just like to recommend That's that. your recommendation, but just stay with us. I actually just wanted your view on one thing, but I'll just come to that after the recommendations. Anand, you go. First, um, since reservations were discussed, I would, uh, the last time when this country had a um, more uh, engaged uh, discourse on reservations was in 2005-06, when OBC, uh, quota for OBC in educational institutions were passed. And then the uh, the debate uh, which involved uh, Yogendra Yadav, uh, Shatish Deshpande, they came up with a deprivation, uh, deprivation formula that uh, should uh, take care of meritocracy and uh, mm. uh, affirmative action. And uh, also Pratap Bhanu Mehta and Andre Betley, the sociologist, who uh, uh, resigned from the now defunct National Knowledge Commission uh, uh, because of their position on this. So uh, you can uh, revisit uh, the articles and reports um, because then the debate was, uh, I think, more engaged and nuanced. Uh, and it, uh, second uh, second is, uh, I saw the, today in newspaper there was a front page ad of G. Hindustan, hmm. and they were going for anchorless uh, yes. bulletin. So um, uh, the idea of anchorless bulletins, it's uh, interesting to see. And uh, uh, I think uh, uh, among the new channels, which can give you, uh, say, prioritizing information, just information. I am not saying that opinion analysis are not important, they are, mm. but just information if you just want to uh, have uh, come back to home and know what is happening. I, I, surprisingly, I found that on ETV, which is in TV18, group ETV, mm. that Inadu. Inadu. So they have 30 minute bulletin of bulletin in which they give you the regional news national news and uh, 10 15 international news means international main news means mm. uh, the conventional conservative front page of a good newspaper mm. that used to be 15 20 so uh, I think that news bulletin of 30 minutes on ETV, any of those networks, ETV, uh, you say... There's E, Urdu, you, Tamil, yeah, not Tamil, and, but yeah, they have different languages. Yeah. So this is, uh, and what are, this, what are the timings? Like I think uh, they play it first at 8 and second at 9.30, two times. At night? Uh, at night. So hmm. uh, I think this is, this is uh, even in today's time, it is a very different kind of bulletin type of news giving. And they are not, uh, the anchors are not anchors, they are news readers type. You know. right. Even Vion yes. does a good job of giving yeah, international, international but that stuff. Is, it's pitched as that. But what are your recommendations? Uh, I'm reading a graphic novel by Guy Delis called Jerusalem, so I'll recommend that. Okay, I'll recommend this piece by Pratap Bhanu Mehta actually on this whole reservation thing. It was, it's called the Reservation Jumla. I think it kind of, it unpacks this whole thing quite well and also gives some sort of historical context as much as is possible in 800 or 1000 words. But I think it's a, it's a good read on this. It was one of the better ones that I found. Uh, but yeah, before I wind up, you know, I forgot to ask, um, I, I'd like to ask everybody here, you know, this Hardik Pandya. Mm, coffee with Karan. And that uh, <laughs> someone called Rahul uh, Cricketer, they've been sent a show cause notice for those comments. I'm just right. curious to know, do you think the show, I mean, it's overkill show cause notice or it, it should have been sent? And have you seen the comments? Because I saw the comments and I kind of changed my opinion. Hmm. 
Oh, you think they were sexist and they deserved a show no, cause? No, I don't think sexism is sufficient for show cause notice. But I think because when Rahul said, "What do you think of the cheerleaders?" He says he's done all of them or something. Oh, now if you're BCCI, they are also part of your professionals who you've engaged. So I'm just saying that if let's say the, I had said that about the coaches or about the doctors, you you see what I'm saying? Because they are also part of the entire bunch of professionals hired by you. They're cricketers. the administrators their cheerleaders their physicians and if a cricketer says anything about so i don't think it's overkill at all i think it's serious shit you've said something about your work colleagues just because they don't bat with you does not make it okay i think in But fact BCCI it's a lot but bcci engages cheerleaders isn't it ipl which is I, ipl can you repeat he said IPL, basically IPL there were a variety BCCI. of things it was basically a really It was typical Karan Johar's Tuchanas no, and display. Arya Pandya said something about say losing virginity and some. That people are going on about that actually, which according to me is it's crass and distasteful. Huh. But BCCI is IPL. But I think the problem is what he said about the cheerleaders. For me, that is the main issue, and of course that Karan Johar has a good idea. What did he say? He said he asked that do you get distracted by the cheerleaders, and then Rahul said that he's done all of them and. Uh, you know they just he suggests that he slept with all of them basically suggesting that he slept with all of them and no distraction because ab sabke sath i've slept with all of them that was so the it was basically they were talking about you know having sex with cheerleaders and basically ha i think to me also that comment kind of stood was out was it but serious or joking they were joking i don't I mean, know i coming out on 8 9 years back um, there were cheerleaders from uh, say germany or russia mm. who had complained that there is a South African uh, cricketer Graham Smith. Mm. Um, they and they complained uh, about being harassed by him, mm-hmm. Graham Smith and something. Mm. So they may be joking, but uh, cricketers have done that in the past uh, also. There yes, is repeat yes, offence. Yes. What 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 happened to Graham Smith then? Nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. It was just uh, an informal kind of complaint, not a formal one, not police complaint. It wasn't post me too. Not as pre me too. But the thing is that I think the BCCI, uh, what you're talking about, the cheerleader aspect hasn't been talked about much. It's more like you've sort of objectified women and you've said you go to bars looking for sex so that yeah, you that know the virginity. But what do you I expect mean, when the is being headed by Rahul Jhori? Objectivity. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, objectifying and uh, say commodification of women. Now that would. Rule out many things, though. That would yeah, that, 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 right that, that, that would rule out. Then you uh, that would re- rule out many Hindi f- film songs or many uh, exactly. folk songs. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. how can you uh, dance to a song and you will mm. lose all joy in life? Mm. How how can you uh, dance on no, a song? Ki hilela hilela rajdhani a, a, a malai baraf lagelu. So so malai baraf you are saying and having joy of sab chiz me ki ye ab commodification hai ye to jeevan bhar academics karte rahiye ek din mar jayega. So what is your view on this BCCI show cause notice? I think it's okay in the sense that you know cricketers are role models. So to that extent. I mean, I can understand that you know the format of the show is what it is and all that, but still you need to be a little more careful with what you say in the public domain. So I'm I'm okay with the uh, show cause notice. I think I, it's uh, just that that should not now lead to you know them suspending the players for two matches and all that nonsense. Okay. I mean, as long as I mean Hardik Pandya has apologized, he's apologized in public, hmm. and as long as you know he, they offer an explanation. I mean, it should not We be held against them. So. I think, uh, see, uh, 
Uh, of course, one thing is that they they are not very big stars. Mm. Even even in cricket, cricket, they are not big stars. Pandya is to an extent. KL Rahul uh, means just he uh, what uh, he flattered to deceive. He mm. he promised, but they are not big stars. So they were. I think as Pandya has said, they were carried away by the nature of the mm-hmm. zoo. Uh, as a second thing is that they don't believe in their apology. They have just said it because they need to protect their brand. They they need, yeah of course need, the PR company has yeah, told them they, they need accept. some uh, uh, positive uh, projection for brand endorsements mm. and uh, even their brands would come under scrutiny. Kisko mat lo apne brand. Is advertisement mat karwao. To ab thoda sa paisa bhi bat kamana hi. Anyway, on that note, uh, can I? request all of you to subscribe once again so that we have more resources to cover the election thank you vivek hopefully we shall see you thanks. soon thanks for joining us thank you panel pay to keep news free because when the public pays the public is served until next week i'll leave you with this song enjoy just what you call and what you do and do night hope you're in the mood because i'm feeling just right how's about a corner with the table for two where the music's mellow and some gay rendezvous There's no chance romancing with the blue attitude you've got to do some dancing to get in the mood. Sister, what you call 'em? That's a timely idea. Something swingadilla would be good to my ear. Everybody must agree that dancing has charm. When you have a certain one you love in your arms, stepping out with you will be a sweet interlude. A builder up for that will put me in love. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.